We're sisters, best friends, and authors on a mission to help you stoke your creative fire and live the life of your dreams. We believe that purpose fuels passion and that creativity is your secret weapon for mass construction. There's never been a better time to bless the world with your dream realized. You're listening to The Kate and Abby Show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Kate and Abby Show. We're so glad you're here. Today, we are tackling a really fun topic, a pretty popular topic, although I haven't seen a lot of people talk about how to write this, even though it is a very a much loved trope, I feel like, especially now, more so than ever. And that is writing the hero falling in love with the villain. This is kind of like a, a variation of hate to love romance, I think, because a lot of times with villain hero romances, you have a clash where these two characters are on opposite sides of a fight or they are enemies somehow but they end up having deep feelings for each other over the course of the story or perhaps over the course of a book and then the rest of a series. It depends on the kind of story you're writing, but this is a really interesting little sub-genre of hate to love romance to explore and Kate and I have explored it both in various writing projects that we are currently working on and we just want to dive into this topic today and explore the different techniques and tips that we want to share with you guys that have helped us tremendously with writing this specific type of relationship and making it feel believable and natural and realistic and having all of that lovely chemistry between your characters but also having a story arc, a character arc that brings these characters to new understandings of each other and the world around them. So we're both really excited to get into this topic and share some of our favorite techniques with you guys. We know that you love this topic. I know that I've discussed it before on my channel and I have a few villain hero playlists that you guys really love. So I feel like this is gonna be a fun topic to get into and a fun thing to take these techniques and then go and write your next amazing story with some of these ideas. Okay, so before we get into it, we first have to thank our sponsors. Those are you guys. You're the ones who support this show and keep it going. And we so appreciate your support. So if you get value out of this podcast, go to patreon.com slash the Kate and Abby show and help us keep this show alive and free of interruptions. Okay, so let's start at the beginning with your two characters that we're going to bring into this relationship with each other. One is obviously more of a hero character, one is more of a villain character. Maybe they both have morally gray areas where they're both struggling with things they should be, they should both have internal conflict, and that's what I recommend starting with is like developing these two characters as richly as possible so that they both feel like they are real people dealing with real issues, they have pasts, they have, you know, difficulties they've gone through in the past that have shaped who they are today, and they have current issues that they're struggling with. And we actually have a whole episode that we did yes. in the not too distant past that's all about crafting really believable and memorable villains mm -hmm. and how the backstory comes into play. Yes. So if you haven't seen that one, we'll link it down below and you can find it on our Kate and Abby Show playlist on my YouTube channel. But that's a great one to lay some foundation here if you're wondering, like, how do I craft the villain? Yes. Yeah, definitely something to dive into before right. diving into the romantic relationship between these yeah. two characters. Because it's really important to build that groundwork of mm -hmm. the villain character and figure out, okay, what are the points of conflict in the past that they've dealt with that have 
made them who they are today? And how is this romantic relationship that they're going to be in with the hero going to sort of pull on those points of conflict and make them confront their past in a new way? I think that's one of the most interesting things about a hero-villain romance is the fact that the hero pulls something out of the villain that nobody else does because the villain has kind of become this very, usually a villain, is a very guarded person who has kind of shut out the world and shut out empathy and shut off that part of themselves that can love and can show love and can feel love. Um, so then to bring this, this um, aspect, this dynamic into their life where they are experiencing love again, it's forcing them to confront all sorts of conflict in their past mm -hmm. where maybe they are remembering when they last felt love, when they last experienced love, when they last loved somebody else. And that kind of calls to their humanity. So I think that's, that seems to be like the most important thing at the heart of, especially the beginning of a romance between a hero and a villain, is why does the hero first start to fall for the villain? And I think that we would both agree it's because the hero sees something in that person that has, that they connect with. Mm -hmm. They see the humanity in that person. Right. Even if it's like buried under layers of conflict and outward aggression or defensiveness or even morally wrong things that they do, right. there's still something in them that is the same in them as it is in the hero. Mm, I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's a good way to put it because it's like those flickers of humanity mm -hmm. and sometimes that's where actually the, the romantic feelings are sparking from right. this place of they've both experienced something truly human on a mm -hmm. on a very like basic primal level so maybe yeah. it's like a traumatic event they went through and then there's that like trauma bonding where they both like the 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 disguise was pulled off the mask was pulled off and they both experienced something just as two humans and mm -hmm. then you as the reader see wow there's there's there is still this redeemable aspect perhaps right. um in the villainous character. Yeah, exactly. And the hero sees that as well, and, and that's where that can begin, I think. Mm. Yeah, I agree 100%, and I like that, of them going, both going through something together, I think is a great way to bring two characters together. It's kind of like that forced proximity thing, but also causing them to problem solve together and to be there for each other in a time of crisis, even if they don't want to be. They could be very resentful allies at this moment, but I think that's a great way to build chemistry and to create this bond between the two characters. Um, but really showing their humanity through, like Kate said, just flickers of humanity. So it doesn't have to be anything big that the hero or the villain character does. It could be something very subtle and under the radar. It could be something that maybe only the hero can detect in them and that nobody else can see. You know, it could be something very small and subtle, but there has to be that humanity. And I think this comes, again, this is going back to like building the villain character, um, building their past. Where did they go wrong in the past? What happened to them to make them hold so strongly to this misbelief and this fatal flaw that has now turned them into a villain? Um, 
And going back in time, you'll find that there's this moment where they weren't a villain, they weren't an antagonistic person, they weren't a defensive person. And finding that pivotal moment that changed them in the past is going to be the, it's kind of like their kryptonite, you know, it's that thing that they protect really strongly in themselves. And that's what makes them so defensive because something in them has been broken <laughs> by their past. Um, but it's still fixable. It's not gone. It's just broken. And so the hero character can really call to that, that thing in them that it's broken, that's from the past. And I'm, as I'm talking, I'm thinking about the characters that and the relationships we're currently writing in our series because right. there's some there's some hero villain yeah. romance aspects. There's in two our new really series. strong ones. Yes. <laughs> and we so both, both writing like, it. Yeah, it's it's really fun and dynamic to work out because again we're using these exact same techniques of like going into the past of both these villain characters and figuring out like what happened in their past that was that tipping point moment that changed them and who were they before that moment and how does the hero still see in them the wounded inner child so to speak of who they were before that pivotal moment and there are so many ways to showcase this, but through their current actions, we can see that they are still wounded inside. And some of their actions and their bad decisions come from that inner wound. Right. So finding different conflicts and choices that your villain has made in the past that has taken them down this path is a great place to start because you're not just building a relationship here, you're building two characters that are going to clash and have external conflicts as well as internal conflicts with each other. And maybe they're not even giving into these feelings yet. Like a lot of times you have characters who maybe feel something for each other but they're like resisting those feelings because especially with a hero, in the case of a hero, a hero can often feel like I shouldn't, I shouldn't feel this way towards that person because they're so opposite of what I'm doing. They're, they're my enemy or they're, you know, the antagonist in this situation. And so you have that push pull sort of of like the attraction, but then something's holding them back. Something's pushing them back because they are recognizing that you know, I, I shouldn't be feeling this for this villain character, right. you know. I feel like you, you do that super well when you're writing this dynamic. Yeah, yeah, because there's like that element of I shouldn't, but I want to. Right, yeah. Or there's some layer of desire there, but there's the reservations holding it back. So it creates this great dynamic of instead of having an irregular romance where it's like two, you know, um, more heroic type of characters, more, you know, the honest protagonists falling in love. And it's like, well, what is there to wait for? There's no problems. Everyone's happy. Whereas this, you have so many more layers of complexity mm -hmm. because it's like, okay, there's that layer of, I shouldn't, but the layer of seeing something deeper in that other character, in that other person. That's drawing right. them in. Yeah, and they it's like the hero sees the potential for heroism in the villain. Mm. You know, like they see the makings of a hero. Right. And they want their beliefs, the hero wants their beliefs to be the same as, you know, they want the, the, the character they're in love with to, 
or attracted to at this point, um, to adopt those same beliefs and to be on the same page with them and to, you know, overcome their own misbeliefs. And so I think that's where like the real um, opposition comes from, the real conflict here is a clash of beliefs, like fundamentally, mm -hmm. because one character is morally convicted. Even if they have, they make mistakes, they have internal conflict, they have misbeliefs, yes. Um, they don't have to be like 100% correct. They shouldn't be because they should be flawed too. Like the hero should be flawed as well. We have a whole podcast episode on flawed heroes that you should check out too. Um, so you have this character who has a moral compass <laughs> and then you have the villain character who has maybe did have a moral compass once in their life, but the moral compass is now very broken. And it, it fell out the window. <laughs> yeah, it fell, uh, out, it the fell out the 10th story window. <laughs> it was driven over by a car. Yes, it exactly. Is no longer working. Yeah, yeah. So their moral compass is, is no longer working. It cannot be relied upon. And so because of that, they have, they have this deeply rooted misbelief that leads them in a totally different direction than the hero. And they make their decisions based on their beliefs, just like the hero makes their decisions based on their beliefs. And those decisions could be taking them in very different directions, but the hero ultimately wants to pull that villain character onto their path and show them that there is a better way. <laughs> there is a morally correct way. There is a moral compass that they follow, that they want this other character to follow as well. And it makes um, the stakes so much higher because yeah. now you're waiting to see, will that happen? Right. Will this character rise to the occasion or go on a character journey mm -hmm. that brings them to a better place? Will yeah. they become someone who can be compatible with the other um, the other main character. And mm -hmm. so you're kind of waiting to see if that's actually going to materialize or if the odds are against it. So it makes mm -hmm. it feel like really high stakes yeah. as well. Yes, exactly. And I think another thing worth mentioning here is like, how do you bring the two characters together in a way that makes sense? Like they need each other to be there. And there are so many different ways to do this, but definitely put some thought into it for your story because you don't want these two characters to just like, oh, I happen to see you all the time. Like you just happen to be in the same room or in the same, you know, vicinity messing something up. And so in comes the hero to fix it. Try to make it a little bit more layered and nuanced than that and make the stakes a bit higher, like Kate was saying. Like figure out, is there a way to make your hero need the villain? For some reason or make the villain need the hero for some reason because if you can create this extra layer of they need each other for some reason either the hero has something that the villain wants or the villain has something that the hero needs um there or both at the same time can be super dynamic there should be some level of begrudging relationship because it's like i don't even want to be dealing with this person but i need this thing from them Mm. or I need this thing that only they can do, or only they have access to, or only they can create. So of course this will be different for every story that you write. It'll look totally different for like a sci-fi fantasy versus like a crime thriller. But in any case, in any genre, there should be this layer of... It could be reluct reluctant allies in a time of crisis, or it could be like enemies who need something from each other 
but some raising of the stakes where we have there's something to lose and there's something to gain. It's not just that they happen to be in the same room with each other, the same vicinity, and right. that the villain's just messing things up for no reason, just to wreak havoc, and the hero's just trying to stop them. Like, can there be more of a goal than that? And of course, this ties in with character goals and, and internal conflict. And once you've figured out what your villain wants, just ask yourself, are there ways to make it so that the villain can't get what they want without the hero's help? Hmm. Or can you make it that the hero can't get what they want without the villain's help? That's what I feel like we've been playing with a lot yes. in, in our current <laughs> series that we're yeah. working on, which you can sign up to be on the, the little update list for that if you want to. Um, but we've been, I think, using those methods of like yes. how are these two characters playing off of each other, their dynamics and their needs. Mm. It's that they have a goal and yes. they actually need that other person in order to accomplish what they ultimately want. Exactly. Very true. And that's something that will always raise the stakes, in my opinion. I, when I see it in films and books, I'm like always more intrigued because I'm like, okay, there's this level of like, they need each other. And and this comes into play with hate to love romance, enemies to lovers all the time is, you know, they need each other for some reason. And that's what makes it entertaining to watch these two characters slowly begrudgingly grow closer together because they don't want to be near each other. <laughs> but through forced proximity and through, you know, having to rely upon each other in a time of crisis, they eventually bond and become friends. It's or, kind of similar to, to the formula that's behind it and the ingredients that go into a hate to love romance. Right. It's exactly. similar. Yes, for sure. And you might find that it's like following that same arc when, when you write it. Right. Um, of, Usually it's just that the villain is more evil. Usually yeah. just two people who are like, Hey, I feel mad about you. I don't really yeah. like you that much. Or I have a gr slight grudge against you versus exactly. like, the good guy versus the ultimate villain who's plotting their destruction. <laughs> right. So it's just yeah. amplifying it a lot yes. more. And so you're working with bigger extremes probably. And mm -hmm. so finding those those moments where you can create connection, like the hero needs the villain in order to do this, or the villain begrudgingly needs the hero in order to make something that they want to happen. Yeah. Another thing that I think is a great technique to use is shared secrets between the hero and the villain. So this will probably be more the case with like the villain having a secret that only the hero knows about. But, and this is a great way to build chemistry in any relationship, I think, but having the hero learn something about the villain that nobody else knows about, or that's kind of a secret to them. Or maybe they even open up and have a moment of vulnerability, or maybe it's accidental that the hero learns of this secret. But having some form of vulnerability between these two characters, especially making the villain a little bit vulnerable when it comes to the hero, that the hero knows something about them that nobody else knows. And that automatically takes this relationship to a different place because the villain is very guarded, right? Villain characters oftentimes are extremely defensive and closed up and they don't share personal secrets and vulnerabilities with anyone because they want to be invulnerable. Um, and that's something that can like right away bring so much more conflict to the surface and so much more intimacy really in this relationship because you have this shared secret between these two characters. Um, right. 
And I think that another thing worth mentioning is that like when you're writing a hero villain romance, sometimes it can swerve too much into the realm of like glorifying toxic relationships, which you definitely don't want to do. I think that, you know, there's been kind of a rise of that over the past like 10, 20 years in, in media and fiction um, of like, you know, making toxic relationships seem like they're an okay thing and like an attractive romantic thing, but they're not obviously. And if there is any sort of abuse or, you know, emotional abuse happening between these two characters that definitely shouldn't be glorified as like a right. good romantic thing. But I think that we can write about toxic relationships and we can write about, you know, problematic things in relationships with still bringing a ultimately positive theme to it because you can give your characters transformations. You can give them character arcs. You can let them have aha moments. So whether, you ch whether you're taking it in a positive character arc direction or a negative character arc direction, both of them can be great learning opportunities for your characters and maybe even for your readers. Your readers might read about this relationship and then walk away from it feeling like they've seen their own relationships in a new light. Um, and I think that's a really amazing thing about writing is that it can, you know, even fiction can give us deep insight into our own lives and our own relationships. Um, right. So I think that, you know, there's different ways to handle this, obviously, but you never want to feel like, you never want to write a relationship that seems like you're glorifying <laughs> toxic relationships, right. but you do want to take into account like, okay, how is the relationship changing both characters? Could it bring the villain to a new place where they have a positive change and they recognize the truth about something and they actually become a better person right. because of the hero? Or is it maybe more of a negative character arc where the hero, you know, is descending with the villain and there's a tragic end for maybe both of them or one of them? And can that be a lesson in and of itself of like where this can go in a bad place if this doesn't you know, if, if you continue down this path of destruction, it's going to end badly. Right. You know, that can be a good theme in and of itself. Right. I was going to say it's kind of going into themes there. Right. Because um, you can think about what kind of theme do you want to bring to this relationship? Is it is it a redemptive theme? Or are we mm -hmm. looking at how, you know, anyone can change and become better? Or are we looking right. at, the, um, you know, maybe the destruction of two individuals based on, you know, their own... Uh, selfishness and greed. So there's there's lots of different themes that you can incorporate. I did a video about themes that talked about this sort of thing, um, which I'll link below. But really think about what does this relationship mean? What are, what are we communicating through it? And I think just be mindful of that yeah. because I think just bringing our awareness to what we're communicating will help us to be able to communicate it more clearly. Yeah, I agree 100%. And and I think another good test for like any kind of theme that you're writing is to imagine that there is a real person in real life who is like your character, who is either dealing with the same conflicts or the same misbeliefs or the same types of relationships. And if they read this book, what would you want them to take away from it? Like, how would you want them to be positively impacted by it? And if it was somebody who maybe could relate to this character, who's in this relationship, what themes and ideas would you want them to walk away from the book feeling 
in looking at their own life differently because of what they read in the book and feeling like, hmm, that gives me a new perspective on some of my own beliefs and conflicts in my own life. Um, that's something that I think about whenever I write is like, you know, if, if my character was a real person reading this book, what would they take away from it? And right. I think, you know, no matter what you're writing, that's a good thing to think about and exactly. dwell on. How would it impact um, yeah. your reader, especially if they're experiencing something similar? Yeah, exactly. So go about it mindfully, but always have fun with it. Remembering that your words have power. Yes. To them, that it's always affecting someone. Yeah. It's going to affect the people who read it. Yeah, for sure. So to recap, making your hero-villain relationship believable is all about making their internal conflict believable. So first build them as people, as individuals, and then raise the stakes by bringing them together in a meaningful way. So how do they need each other? How do they rely upon each other for something? Do they have to be reluctant allies in a time of crisis? What does one need from the other? What does one want from the other? And are there things at stake for both of them if they don't get what they want. So that's all about raising the stakes for these two characters. And remember that the hero needs to see flickers of humanity in this villain character. So they're not all bad. They've had problems in their past. They've made mistakes and they've become kind of this broken moral compass person, but there's still hope for them at their heart. They have flickers of humanity. Um, and of course, remembering that your ultimate themes come from your ultimate character arc. So whether you are writing a negative character arc or a positive character arc, you can bring a lot of interesting ideas and themes and messages to the table through the relationships that you write. So always being mindful of that. And if you enjoy hero villain relationships, you're gonna love the series that Kate and I are working on. There's yes. a lot of really fun <laughs> dynamic relationships in this series and you can get on the wait list, like Kate said, to be the first to hear about that series by signing up with the link below this video. There is a link to enter your email address and you'll be one of the first people to find out when we are dropping that new series. Super excited. For yeah, that. it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna yes. be awesome. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode. We love discussing this with you. Comment below this video and let us know what you think. What is your favorite example of a hero and villain in love in a story? We would love to hear from you guys. And we always love to see you just joining the discussion and being a part of this conversation. So comment below and let us know. If you're not on the video version of this podcast, you can find that on Kate's YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash and go follow the podcast there as well. And if you are on a audio platform, give us a nice rating. We always appreciate that. Thank you guys so much again to our patrons for supporting this show and making it possible. We love you guys so much and we appreciate it. If you get value out of this podcast, go to patreon.com slash the Kate and Abby show and help us keep it alive and free of interruptions. Until next time, stay stoked and rock on.